You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup, and you're watching and or listening to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, and join with me only. Solo is my boy, my bestie in the whole wide westie, Maddie Wambier. Mm, it's good to be back in Barcelona. <laughs> uh, it's been a few weeks. Hello, everyone. I'm still... Has it been a few weeks? I'm still a person. I guess it has. Still a person. Well... Well, that's debatable. Let's let people come yeah, to their own conclusions. Here. Now, I might be sleepier than normal, but I am still alive. Im- impossible for you to be sleepier than normal. You don't know my life. Look at these eyes. <laughs> I How many naps have you taken today? Podcast. That's what I want to know. Zero. Zero. I was laying on the floor when I texted you earlier. <laughs> you were on the floor? On the floor. Aaron was reading history and I was, I grabbed a pillow and just lay, just took, took a lie on the floor. So, hey, I'm here. I'm back. It's me. I went in Rome. Again and I'm back. Oh, hot dog. My eye has been twitching for a week straight and I. Which one? I hated this one right here. It just stopped when oh. I talked about it, but. Yeah, it looks fine. It, yeah. it knows your, it, it does want to draw attention. That's great podcast content, by the way. I know. It was, it's so good. I'm mean, hate. Just let me know that it, my eyes And now Matt's going to juggle. All right. Whoa, not again. Um, hey, we have a pretty good show in store for you, <laughs> I hope. Yeah, it's a six out of 10. Good, not great. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about Tears of the Kingdom today. And that's the new Zelda joint that dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. It is by all accounts, one of the best games that has ever been made. You're and not so... Wrong. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that, talk about our first impressions, however deep or shallow they may be. Um, some of mine are a lot shallower than Matt's, who has had a little bit more time in the game than I have. <laughs> but that being said, we're just going to kind of look a little bit at what it is. So if you've been playing it, we want to hear from you. If you're live with us on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd, please let us know. Fridays at 11, what do we say, Matt? 11? a.m. it's noon nope noon noon a.m. um i guess it's noon p.m. noon p.m. because noon a.m. is the the night yeah you should be sleeping at noon a.m. yeah absolutely um but hey if you're here please let us know what have you been playing what have you been uh what are some of the cool things that you've experienced in breath of the wild is there a place that no i did it again i did it again matt we talked about this before we started (laughs) Well, tell me about breath of the wild but then also tell me about tears of the kingdom okay Here's the thing. Just to finish that, let us know what you think was cool about the game. I pre-ordered this game, mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. right? And I was in Florida at the time, uh, staying at a place called the Florida Hotel. I almost called it the Florida Motel. That's not what it is. Fancy. Florida Hotel. And it's, it is attached to a mall. And I mean, like, it's like, this is a good mall. And literally, right as you walk out of the, of the Florida hotel into the mall, you just go straight across, and it's it. GameStop is right there. It's a call. And so I went down there. Yeah. And on Monday, I was like, "Hey, I, are you guys still taking pre-orders? Because I honestly don't know. Like stores only get 
so yeah. many of each sure. game. And they said yes. And so I was able to get it. I finally picked it up and I walked up there and I told them, I said, hey, uh, I have a pre-order for Breath of the Wild. And they're like, get out of here. You're late. I don't think that you do. Yeah, you're about six years too late there, friend. And I don't know, a thousand times I've called it Breath of the Wild. It is not because well, it didn't have Wild. a name for a very long time. So we were calling it Breath of the Wild, too. What do we do? Still hot Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Dragon Breath of the Wild. Anyway, we're going to be talking a lot about that. But before we get into any of that stuff, and again, please let us know what your experience in the game has been, if you've been playing it. Matt and I, this is an ongoing saga Hmm. of trying to get board games, tabletop experiences out of our house so that... Sounds weird to say, because usually we were like before like trying to get them all in, but now we're like too many, in's full. Well, is it though? Like it's not full, but we want to create more space for other people. So it's like Animal Crossing. You just got to get some people off the island. Sure, you know? yeah. The ones, yeah. just they need to move on. I recently, Matt, if you're watching live on Twitch, yeah. um, I had a brand new one come in. Is that Valor and Villainy? Valor and Villainy. The new Valor and Villainy. And immediately I was like, oh, man. It's not that I don't like the game and I'm, I just hate it. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm, I'm in the middle of trying to get one whole shelves right house. there. It's huge. It takes up an entire calyx. How, how, how wide is it? Uh, calyx. It's front to back? Oh, how deep? How yeah. deep? It's about half, half a calyx. Oh, okay. So yeah, you can't get much behind that. No. And I've got the daggum expansion down there as well because... Jam into one box, man. That's what I do. I've got to melt it all down. Well. I, I went through... We're going to talk about selling games here because that's board game bizarre. I went through and I have a five by five... Two five, two four by four, five by fives. They're big ones, whatever the big <laughs> ones are. Two of those and then a small, are like, they the one behind you? Two by six. It's tough to say because, like, it's in my basement and it's not here. <laughs> so, either way, they were very full, okay? And I went through and I cleared off six shelves worth of games and got rid of, got rid of, set aside to sell six shelves worth of games. I also went through and combined boxes that just it made sense to combine them i didn't need to have like this box here and then these other three boxes over here so clank for example clank has a a large box like boxes sits in and then all the expansions are just like these smaller boxes that aren't even the same size so i took out the insert to clank and now everything including the expansions lives in the main box and all the boxes were set in the recycling. So, wow. Yeah. Not messing around. Need to have that space. Need to make that room for other things. So, I, I set aside maybe 20 games to try to sell, maybe a little more. I was going to pull up a photo of it and I, I just didn't have a chance to get oh, to I it. Oh, I saw your photo. Yeah. You saw, yeah, like 20 ish games. And I've sold six or so so far, which is pretty good. Honestly, I, I just put it's it not online. Bad. I put it online. I, I didn't even put any prices. I just said, hey, trying to get her some games. Offer me some money. What do you think <laughs> it's worth? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22, 22. Yeah, like 25 games. So uh, I have made some money. 
and that money is going towards bills. So, uh, well, bills and birthdays. Bills and birthdays. That's exactly right. Bills and birthdays. New band name, I call it. Mm-hmm. I. Somebody told me. Well, actually, some many somebodies mm-hmm. when I posted my thing, they were like, "Send me your your BGG list," and I was like, "Listen, I know you think no, you I don't do that." Like that. I don't That's a either. fantastic idea. It's a great it's a fantastic idea. idea. You gotta make the time to do it though. How about I just take? Well, a it's gotta photos? be easier than what I'm doing. Just take photos. That's the easiest. That that can't be easier. It can't be because then if you sell those games, you have to go back in and say no longer own. You have to keep an up, you have to keep updating these inventories. Well, how are you doing it with the photo? I'm just gonna take a new photo. <laughs> I'm gonna take these ones, put them aside, and I'm gonna take a new photo. Matt's an analog guy. He, yeah, it's uh, fine. yeah, it's fine. I, so I don't know. I, if you're friends with God. me on Facebook and you want a game, just let me know. We'll talk, okay? I'm telling you right now, dude. The shipping is bananas. Absolutely bananas. Yeah. Uh, if you have to ship, Matt, look into pirate ship. Pirate ship. Okay. Pirate ship. Like the pirate. Don't ship just guy. go down to the post office. Post office. Uh, post don't office, just go yeah. down to the post office. <laughs> Well, don't go to the UPS store and like do all of that mess. Right. Well, I'm, I have like dinosaur, dinosaur Island and it has like the metal coins and everything. And I'm like, that, if someone wants me to ship this, it's going to be so expensive. It's not going to be worth it. I have title blades mm. somewhere yep. that Mike was going to take, but they were going to charge me $90 to ship. Holy smoke. Title blades. And I was like, Oof. I'm not charging. Him ninety dollars. Well, for title blades. Just cover shipping and then give me twenty. And we'll call it even. All right. I just golly, dude, it was nuts. Well, right now I've sold all mine local. People are going to pick them up, uh, which is great. Don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you've got. I mean, you're you're close to Louisville, and mm-hmm. I mean, you've got some. You got some places. I w- I need. I had to drive an hour and a half just to. You know, do that swap that I did for my my switch. And oh yeah, so, I, I want to see it later. Yeah, uh, it's it's around here somewhere. PJ, I don't even know where it is. PJ, it's, it was it's one of those deals where like did I tell you all about it? Like the yeah. switch doesn't dock. Oh no, like, he's a light, right? Yeah, no, no, it's a special edition Diablo switch that doesn't, doesn't dock? dock. Oh, then it must be a switch light. It's not. It do the joy cons doesn't come off? dock. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know the difference. I'm just asking, between... These are just clarifying questions. <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a Pretendo Switch. Did and... they mention that? Like, is this a is this for, this isn't a real a real Switch? I asked because this is a, this, he was like a 16, 17 year old kid. All right, all right. And I was like, hey man, did you not test this before? And he goes, no. Like, I have the dock for it. Doesn't dock. And so. I don't yeah. okay i do see that they made one yeah huh. yeah and so i need to get the i need to get the switch fixed and i'm not excited about it i'm actually uh pretty unexcited because like to get the thing on it fixed it's like 150 bucks just for the part just trade my game oh i'm thinking dude i'm i'm here for that like i'm i'm all about bartering all of this stuff off just, um, but what i'm really okay. hoping this is what some cross my fingers for matt i'm really hoping that I get a list put together and somebody who is trying to open up like a, a game shop mm-hmm. or like, um, like a brew and board game space or something like that. They're like, Hey, we actually just need 
open games for people to play. Like, we'll no buy problem. you one Diablo working Switch. I would, I would be willing, if the price were right, I would be willing to rent a U-Haul and drive it down there. Well. All of it. Make some calls, okay? So, accepting offers. That being said, if you guys want some of the games that Matt and I have, just ask. Like, let's just figure it out. Yep. Make um, it so. For me, nothing is really off limits because we just, <clears throat> this isn't a flex. This is just truth. We just have access to board games. And so if we really want a game, we can probably reacquire there's it. There's a so. few, there's a few I'd say no to, but yeah, for the most part, we'll talk. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to be talking about the things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing here in nerd culture right here on the Free Play Welcome to the Lightning Round brought to you by Moviga. I'm Brian with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny has gotten its first reviews, and unfortunately, they aren't great. IGN has given it a 4 out of 10, and the movie is currently sitting at a 47% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. As of right now, it hasn't been released to the public, but I'm still hopeful that this movie can uh, kind of be a, a great final chapter for Indiana Jones and, and, and hopefully resolve it nicely, but it's not looking great. Overwatch 2's long-awaited PvE mode has officially been canceled by Activision Blizzard to some very vicious backlash uh, from the community. They have been promised this PvE mode now for a few years, and that's uh, kind of the, the premise that Overwatch 2 was released on, because people were kind of wondering why we even needed a second game at this point. So the community is, is, is not excited uh, about this announcement, so we'll see uh, what this means for Activision Blizzard and what this means for Overwatch 2 moving forward. Star Wars' Galactic Star Cruiser Resort is set to shut down after only 18 months open, um, citing that there were some cost and quality issues with it as well. I know it was almost five to $6,000 a person for a two-night stay when it opened. It was definitely supposed to be like the highest of quality for the resorts and, and an immersive experience, and it looks like maybe they weren't hitting that goal, so they're going ahead and shutting that down. I'm sad to hear that as a Star Wars fan, but I also love Disney World, and hopefully they can kind of get it together and maybe release something in that space that is uh, hitting their, their marks. In happier news, Mortal Kombat 1 Reboot is being released this September, so if you like fighting games, then this is the one for you. It looks exciting, it looks awesome. Uh, the trailers, the sneak peeks we've been given have looked incredible, so if you love fighting games, Pay attention to this one, because it looks great. And finally, Power Wash Simulator, a game that we all know and love, is getting SpongeBob SquarePants slash Bikini Bottom DLC. So now you can go and pressure wash or power wash SpongeBob's house, Squidward's Easter Island head house, and Patrick's Rock. So if you if you love that game, then this DLC is for you. Well, it looks like the storm has passed, but be sure to check out the Moviga podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Brian, and thanks for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba. Join with Matt. We are a How couple of the co-founders 
here at Love Thy Nerd and obviously a couple of the co-hosts for this here, the Free Play Podcast. Um, I'm the CEO. He's the COO. Together, cool. somehow Palpatine returned. I don't know mm-hmm. how to put that. but hey, Mandalorian's figuring that out for us. Is he by himself? Yeah, he's he's asking all the hard hitting questions we wanted to know. Oh, Just okay. one maybe, more question before I go. Yeah, maybe maybe Ahsoka will wrap it all up for us. Mm-hmm. I know Absolutely. Moff Gideon has the answer. He seems like oh, a guy with all the Palpatine. answers. Right? He's Palpatine. Oh, get out of Surprise. here! Surprise! <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, hey, you know what I figured out the spoilers. other day? It's a joke, okay? What's that? I don't watch. It's now it's canon. No, no. I haven't finished Jedi Survivor, and by finished I mean I haven't started it or beaten the previous game. I haven't beaten the previous game. Did you see? Um, Are you spoiling maybe, something on me? This is uh, maybe. Did you see that uh, there in? I think it was in the Last Jedi. I think uh, that there were like a bunch of like Snoke clones. Did you see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just the, I saw that on a tickety talk the other day. Oh, you didn't like, watch Last Jedi or what? I watched it, but I didn't like watch it. Watch yeah, it. yeah. You just sleeping a little bit, playing a yeah. game, working at the same time. Yeah. We'll get a little nappy. Yeah, I get a little nap in. Mm-hmm. Sleep the on the floor. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did see that. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Well, um, hey, Star Wars aside, we like to talk about the other things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in nerd culture. Uh, it's kind of a big thing for us here around this here office. Um, and so we thought, why not make it into a segment? And so thus, the Free Play podcast Surprise. was actually born out of that. Yeah. Um, actually, hey, actually, uh, the first episode of the Free Play podcast was recorded in Ashley Gwaltney's house. Not the one that she's currently in, but the one that the she other lived one. in. One of the other ones, yeah. Way back when. In that years. bedroom in the back, yeah. Uh, so hey Matt, since Kate's not here, I gotta I gotta I gotta give it to you, man. What have you been reading, well, watching, playing, and experiencing? Okay, nothing. Um, you know, I know we're gonna talk about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom later, so I don't want to say too much about it, but I will say that it's about all I want to play, and it's about all I want to do. Uh, so we talk more about that later, but I've been loving it. So we legitimately um, canceled stuff last week so that you could have time to play. Hey, it was like a holiday at my house. Like I told Aaron, it was, my, it, was my, it was my diamond Jubilee. And she said, what does that mean? I'm like, it means that this doesn't happen very often. And you she guys said, I'm not sure. Apparel. You made uh-huh. sweeties, cookies. Yeah. We made little, little Zelda shaped cookies. Uh, we, we hung balloons and banners. I'm not sure if those were in the, in the photos, but we hung b- green balloons and green and gold, uh, streamers. Margot crocheted a couple link hats. Dude. Uh, we had a, a whole spread of Zelda themed foods. And if you didn't see it on, uh, LTN's Instagram, uh, you missed out because it was in the story and that was probably <laughs> You'll never gone. see it again. You yeah. can actually go to my my Instagram probably and see it somewhere. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's gone for real. But if you want to see it, let me know. I can show you. Uh, and that was a whole lot of fun. So I've been playing a ton of Zelda. And oh, not as much as I want to play, but we've been playing a lot of Zelda. And my, my boys have been able to play more than all of us just because they stay up late and they, you know, they're they're high school kids. So they do, you know, they, they, stay, up, they stay up a little bit late. Yeah, doing hood rat stuff. Um, yep. And I mentioned a little bit earlier that I'd just been busy because of end of school year shuffle. Ezra was in a play. He was uh, the the uh, aviator 
in uh, The Little Prince, which is kind of like the, okay. kind of like the narrator, uh, narrator, aviator person. It's a character in the play, but he also kind of narrates the play as it goes along. So uh, do okay. you know what The Little Prince? I don't. Okay. Well, it's a book. It's called no. The Little Prince? The Little Prince, yeah. Nah, it sounds made up to me. You're missing out. That's good. So he did that. I even had papers to write, several papers to write. I had to build a pyramid in our garage and take it off to school. It was like a five-foot-tall pyramid that he was building with his classmates uh, <laughs> for some history exhibit that he had to have done. He just finished it and got it out this week. So just a whole lot of like end-of-the-year stuff. And did his friends games. come over and help him do that, or did he just build? The, okay, yeah, there's actually kind of a long story here. Uh, I don't well, have you got 15 the minutes, full so. amount of time to t- to say it. Uh, there was a Sunday where no, maybe it was a, like a Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday, where he's like, "Hey, my group is meeting uh, at so and so's house to work on this pyramid," and I was like, "Okay, uh, you're just now telling me this." Like, oh yeah, they just decided. All right, where is it? He's like, "It's." 40 minutes away and I was like they live 40 minutes away and they still go to the same school as you yeah and I was like okay uh, and how long are you going to be working on this a couple hours I'm like alright so you want me to drive you there drive home and then drive back out there and I, <laughs> no I'm just going to find a place to eat some food yeah and you switch let, I, it already <laughs> been a very busy week okay and in my brain I'm like I'm just going to go I'm going to find a beer I'm going to grab some food and I'm going to watch whatever's on this TV at this place I find, or I'm just going to zone. I'm going to play Marvel snap. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's just say Borden, Indiana does not have anything except one tavern. Okay. One tavern. tavern even one. Yeah. It was called something tavern. And I was like, this is my place, I guess. And I, I'm like, I'm wearing like sweatpants and like <laughs> some nerdy t-shirt. My, my rude boy checkerboard shoes and yeah, i'm like boy. i am i am not going to fit in here is what I, i'm like i'm like i'm gonna stand out so bad and i walk into cigarette smoke oh. new in the news on i was like here we go uh and i walk and in the I, news you know, you're watching the news news was on yeah news was on i was like well this is the only place and i'm not driving all the way back home so um so i sit down and like there's a, a very I'm, gonna try, I'm trying not to like give too much information. There's a, a very interesting story going on about <laughs> life circumstances in case they're watching. Uh, and I did my best to just like all the people there. There were like four of the people there. They all knew each other. Of course. And they were all like giving advice and giving advice and giving advice. And in my brain, I'm like, this is not great advice. This is not great advice. So then finally I was like, hey, I'm Matt, by the way. Here's here's all what I think, and I like just really yeah. Therapist Matt came out, and he like wow. gave like all of this like helpful insight, and I have a new Facebook friend now and a new like, no a new way. Friend. So uh, Matt, that's very way. uncharacteristic of you. <laughs> I, I well, I sort love of. it by myself. It is yes, but um, I just went for it. And either way, it's been busy. Yeah, Ezra had a mosaic he was working on about the United States with some some pieces of plastic glass he was breaking and putting down it was really cool so very busy all i have to say so now this last week's been a little less busy so i just want to play a lot of zelda and hang out and like i want to say coast into the rest of this month but it's just not going to happen there's just too much still to do no um aaron's still recovering from her surgery she had a few weeks ago it was not great i think i have not been back since her surgery took 
place. No. Uh, so let's just say she had surgery for a hernia, and she ended up back in the ER twice uh, right afterwards. So, uh, so it just like trying to keep her from like doing too much or anything at all while still trying to get all the kids to do their stuff and like Ezra's play, Avon's projects, driving all around, keeping the house clean, etc. You know, the the normal stuff adults have to do. Uh, that you take for granted when there's not two of them. So those of you who are single parenting, I'm, I applaud you uh, and commend you. Uh, hats on, but hats, hats off to you. Hats, tip my hat to you. Yeah. Um, so I had my, I'll have to say, I, let's see, I have a few minutes left here. Uh, I had my first VR experience yesterday and I have been like, I've had opportunities in the past because you and I go to a lot of conventions. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, there, yeah. there's VR everywhere. There's ways to play VR at almost all of them. Maybe not Gen Con, but like there's typically a way to play VR. And I've always thought in my head, I don't want to put that on my face after someone else has put that on their face. And I've always avoided it. Even this, I'm even talking about like pre pandemic, pre COVID era where like, hey, yeah, we wiped it down. Here you go, you're next. I'm like, <laughs> I just, I've always been kind of weird about that. I'm like, I don't, you're, you can like snot in that thing and I'm putting that snot right on my snot. Uh, and it's going to like make a, a <laughs> it's going to mutate. So, uh, I was able to play VR for the very first time yesterday. And let me tell you, I played star Wars galaxy's edge and it was very immersive and I yeah. was shocked. And it's worth, it's the, worth noting. You played like the PSVR two. Yes. Like I did the, like the, almost the latest, greatest. Yeah. And I know VR. that's like a re-release from like some other VR that was out. But the hardware. Hardware, yeah. So yeah. Um, I was in like a cantina and the guy was serving me drinks and I can grab tacos and eat them anytime I wanted. And I could like grab anything and like play their music and like, you know, That's all the, the pinnacle of like, VR. You have a taco yeah. anytime you want. Yeah, like I'm like throwing stuff around the room, like plates, dirty plates. And I'm like, I can do what I want, you know? But what I found is like this one, the way it was set up is like I could walk in, like I could walk and then I could walk in the game if I wanted, or I can use the stick and move myself around. But uh, you know, either way, like me turning my head side to side, like it turned my head side to side in the game, and I can you know look around that way. What I found is, although very immersive and very very fun, I oftentimes felt like I was going to fall over. Oh yeah, like. Where my body's not moving, but my body thinks it's supposed to be moving. And so I had to like suddenly catch myself like, whoa, oh, yep. okay. Right, there we go. <laughs> and then like you play, I didn't even play for very long and I got a bad headache. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like it's like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this always the way it's going to be? Like, is this for, is how it always is for everyone or do people get used to it? Some people are, are very good. And like comfortable in VR, I'm not one of those people. I have a Quest 2. I've played Demio and a lot of other games. I have a limit. I have a very small oh, limit. Demio, right? You should get Demio! Matt! I'm playing Zelda right now. Matt. Oh, dude. Okay. It's I, it's on PSVR. I'm almost, I'm almost positive of well, it. Well, okay. Is it on PSVR 2 or just PSVR? There's difference. Both and... Yeah. Anyways, um, I've found that it's just my my boys all played for an hour and they're like, oh, I just feel so gross. I'm like, I have to play with the fan on. I'm not even joking. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe that's, it I helps a lot. My face started to feel hot. Okay, that actually might be helpful. Yeah. Um, but what, I don't know. I, what it I is. think like, it's because it's like 
think of a computer when a computer's doing too much, it just starts to like overheat. Like I think that that's what my brain my does. My brain's is overheating. It just like I'm starts to like cook and cook and cook. And so well uh I I wonder if we'll get used to it eventually. Or if people get used to it. If you're listening and you have a VR, or if you've played VR, you know, for a longer period of time, like, do you get used to it? Do you not feel as nauseous after you stop, you know, you play it more? Uh, let me know. Because I would love to hear more about that. I'm, uh, until yeah. then, going to play Breath, nope, not Breath of the Wild. I'm going to play Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Breath of the Kingdom. Uh, Bubba, what about you? What have you been Tears playing? of the Wild. I have been playing more disc golf. That's yeah, the thing. Oh yeah. That's the thing that I've been doing the most. Um, yesterday I played, uh, that's why we didn't have beard bros. I actually had a, I had a, like a, a meeting I had a tea time at the disc golf course. Yeah. And, you told me now, like I was thinking he's not going to make it back in time. Yeah. And so I, I, we did that yesterday and then had a played with the same guy today. And one of our other friends from way back when, like my time in Odessa was in town and he's like, hey, do you want to play again? So we went at 8 a.m. and played around today. And I just, I love it. I'm not like cracked at it or anything like that. But man, I just like. You've been like watching videos at home on, on lot, YouTube. A lot. To get yourself videos. pumped up for this. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things that like. It's it's physical exertion, right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's exercise. You need. Yeah, it's good for you. And I mean, like legitimately speaking, our neck of the woods, our lifestyle is very sedentary, right? Like we're just going to sit down and be at a computer for 12 hours a day or play video games or whatever. Like mm -hmm. stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason sometimes. And so in order to break that, I got back out and started playing disc golf again. And I want to play regularly. I have a, I have a Tuesday standing disc golf time set up with, with one of my friends and We've had to kind of move that around a little bit, but man, I just, I love getting out there. That's great. I love to hear it. I met somebody on a, on a plane when I was going to Florida and we were talking about something completely different, completely different. And he was like, do you play disc golf? And I was like, ah, is disc golf, do. is disc golf in the new board games? I don't know, man. I'm just wondering because I, I, I feel know. like a lot of board gamers, tabletop gamers are also very much into disc golf i would agree with that and i think it's because it's sport but it's not like popular sport it's that's fringe. why i play hockey yeah yeah you know it's not popular. And so i <laughs> popular i think that i don't know I, I i've actually been thinking man is there something for ltn in the disc golf community like is there is there something that we could do man the answer is maybe like i i don't know um, so I'm going to kind of chew on that. If anybody else has a thought about it, yeah. please. I, I used to disc golf when I, in my younger years, but I have, and I have with our uh, previous CEO, I've, I've disc golf with him when we were out in California yeah. years and years ago as well. Like I have, and I enjoyed it. I'm awful. And I don't even know if I could do it anymore. Right-handed. It's not <laughs> well, in my right, current yeah. state, uh, which We'll see how that goes. I'm a little nervous that things are working towards another surgery. So, oh my gosh, dude, I can yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So disc golf, obviously, uh, mentioned that I, I also played last night. This is a very recent, um, I got an email from no more robots and that is the same people as Jay Tholine that made Hypnospace outlaw. Oh yeah. And that game was bonkers, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. so weird. And I loved it. It was real puzzly. They took one of the characters, one of the most obnoxious, if not the most obnoxious character in that game. And they made a game out of that character. Oh, like recently? Yeah. So now it, it, it okay. like launches June 1st. And so his name is Zane. And the game is called Slayers X Terminal Aftermath Vengeance of the Slayer. That's the name That's of it. It's not quite long enough for my likings. But and so like the whole there. thing is like Zane was this obnoxiously teenage teenager. And... Mm. He grew up and made a a, a shooter. Hey, look at and him now. It is, and it is like in the vein of like Duke Nukem, Doom, and stuff like that. And it is hilarious. I was literally laughing out loud at midnight last night. Just as giggling I was like a little giggler. Loved it. So I played that. <clears throat> um, it's not. I'm telling you right now, it's not for everybody. Like even the humor in it. Sure. Like if if you don't get the irony of what's going on it ain't it's not for you um but uh i also have been playing marvel snap no well obviously the same and i was doing so well so well until one of their challenges was put star lord in your deck and win 10 times i was like easy matt it was so easy it was not it was you know how I, mean, I, did I, it? I did I didn't put him in the right deck then. I eventually I've got a, did. It. I have a fantastic ongoing deck. I call it Forever. Fantastic ongoing forever, deck. Forever ever. I don't have and any ongoing cards I use. It uh it, it utilizes like Ant-Man, it utilizes Claw. Claw's sneaky, bro. Claw. I love it so much. I'm the claw. I'm the claw. And and also, you know, obviously Onslaught. And so like and Warpath. So like if you can get all those guys kind of in the same lane, it just goes crazy. So what I did was I went in and I took out who did I take out? I might have take, taken out Captain America from that deck. Who needs him? And just threw in Star Lord. How many times did I use Star Lord? Twice, maybe. Yeah, I I had a deck that he just I needs to be there. I know he just needs to be in your deck. I get it. And I had a deck where I replaced him with Nightcrawler, and I just just tanked the deck. I'm sorry, I replaced Night. Yeah, I replaced him with Nightcrawler. Yeah, other way around. Nightcrawler yeah. with him. There we go. I've also been having a lot of success with a movement deck. Wow, is she coming Um, back? Yeah, well, there was there was a bunch of locations that were up, like oh, you can't Mm. play here until Mm. only or only six cards can be played here, or you can't play here until wherever. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I've I've been slowly but sure. I'm not climbing to infinite. That's just not going to happen. I don't have the time, dedication. Uh, Nine times out of ten, I forget to snap. Um. You know. So just doing it. Yeah. But. I am enjoying it? Question mark. You're back? Oh, you're back into enjoying it again? Question mark. Okay. So it's it's something, man. Um But yeah, that's that's just kind of my sometimes I'll play it just kind of when I need something to do. When you're not just golfing, yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm going to sleep, I'm playing that, I'm on the toilet, I'm playing that. I'm waiting for my kids in the morning, I'm playing that. I'm never like going out of my way to play Snap. Um, 
And last but not least on my list is Tears of the Kingdom. Now, we'll talk about this here in a little bit. I really only have about five and a half, maybe six hours into Tears of the Kingdom. But I have a lot to say about it. Like, a lot to say about it. Because it's fantastic. I think it's changing the way that we play video games. It's changing the way that not just we, but also other people who are not nerds or gamers are looking at video games and the Mm -hmm. medium and the things that it can do and how it can teach people um and so i'm i'm super excited to talk about that in the next segment but hey those are just a few of the things that we've been reading watching playing and experiencing in nerd culture we would love for you to share with us in the chat here on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd or on social media what are some of the things that you have been doing in the nerd sphere so Let us know. We're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're talking all about Tears of the Kingdom. Not right here. Not well. Maybe I'll slip up. (laughs) Right here on the Free Play Podcast. Hey, fam. This is Hector Mirai, and you're listening to Faith and Vandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I'm playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and so are my daughters. And we all started about the same time and we're all kind of like, you know, tap dancing around each other as far as gameplay and where we are in the game, etc, etc. I got to jump on my kids because there was a midnight release and so (laughs) I can do what I want and they got to go to school. So I spent after the midnight release playing the game for like about six and a half hours before they got a chance to touch it. So I had a little bit more wisdom. Now on the flip side, out of that six hours I played, I spent an hour and a half of it lost because I went the wrong way and I tried to force it and make it on my own. So I gained some wisdom in the subject. And uh, so as my kids were progressing in the game and they're getting in that same spot and say, hey, listen, Make sure you go here instead of here because I did this and it went wrong and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, they kind of listened and my 10-year-old was like, thank you. And my 15-year-old was like grumbling at me for kind of giving her directions. Like she was kind of ignoring me as I was trying to help. Then we got a little bit further in the game and uh, there comes to a point where you have to go to a place called the Rito Village. And it's kind of hard to get to. And... So before they even really got on their journey there, I said, hey, let me tell you what to do to get here. And my 15 year old said, stop. Don't tell me what to do. Let me struggle first. Then I'll come to you. And it I was like, "Okay, fine. You're an independent woman. Um, But the reality is most of the time we want to do things our way and only show up to God when things don't go the way we want them to i'm not god in this or anything but like it just reminded me that we do that we we would rather kind of suffer than actually trust god's path for us but proverbs 3 5 and 6 says this trust in the lord with all your heart and depend not on your own understanding seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take i left my daughter alone to make her own choices but you know what 12 hours later she was hitting me up and say all right where do i go I'm just grateful to know that God's going to be there whenever I actually stop being stubborn and ask for help. 
If you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head on over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcast, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba, joined with Matt. And today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are talking about the one, the only uh, Breath of the Wild 2. You've arrived, everyone. Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like we mentioned a little bit earlier on the show, it's about all I've wanted to play. It's all I've wanted to listen to. I've been finding different Zelda music to listen to uh just to put on been listening to my my zelda and chill vinyls at home because that's what what hipsters (laughs) do uh and it's just about all we've talked about in our family like as far as games are concerned we've talked about other things other things going on but like it's just kind of all we all wanted to play so we ended up i pre-ordered a copy of it uh a while ago at GameStop, so I got the wood plaque. Did you? you oh yeah, did you I got get the wood plaque? plaque. Yeah, wood plaque. And then in my brain, I'm like, okay, we, my, we're a two switch hold household, switch two switch household, because Ezra <laughs> bought his own one year because he was tired of sharing with everyone. So he saved Fair his enough. money. Ezra is a saver of the family. He saved his money for a very long time. Didn't want to buy a switch light because he wanted to be able to dock it occasion. He knows he didn't want no Diablo switch where he couldn't dock it. <laughs> he wanted a dockable switch. Anyways, I pre-ordered it. And then in my brain, I'm like, um, what I'm probably going to do is just get that $99 voucher from Nintendo yeah. and yeah. get two games out of it. I was like, that's probably what I'm going to do. Well, it's not what happened, okay? What (laughs) ended up happening is I went and pre-ordered a second copy, physical copy of it, five hours before the release. Why? You can still still pre-order. Because then I'm like, I can just then give one away when we're done with it. We won't need two copies. That way I'm able to get, I won't give away a physical copy if it's my only one. But if I have, I mean, I have Zelda. But if I have two (laughs) copies, I'll then, hey, you need, you need a game? Here you go. You need did I to say play Breath of the game. Wild again? Because I, I almost thought I did. I don't even know anymore. Who, who knows anymore? Yeah, who body? So yeah. ended up ha- getting two plaques and two games. And we've been passing it around. Three of my kids are on Ezra's Switch. Ezra and two others. Myself and two of my kids are on, on my Switch. So trying to like make sure we all get enough time to play. Um, and I didn't get the voucher. I thought and about I had, vouching. I had the I opportunity to even get a collector's edition as well for what it's worth. I We talked about this kind of off air a couple of days ago. I legit am kicking myself for not getting that. And it's not because, oh, I got to have all the. I know. I, what I should have done is bought it and just kept it and sold it in a year and then made yes. like quadruple the amount. But that's not how I work. I buy it for myself. Nope. I open it. I don't even look at it anymore. And it just sits in the shelf and it's not worth as much money as it was if I just had left it and it's plastic that's my that's my fatal flaw that's my uh, yeah that's, really toxic trait. that's my toxic trait yeah right there. yeah I, I open things and never play them absolutely yeah so uh i wanted to do a little bit of research before we kind of like jumped into this and 
when I went to GameStop, the owner, which we, we brought cookies to, we brought Zelda cookies to him and employees and anyone else in line who wanted them. And they loved them. They were so good. Aaron, you killed it if you're watching. Um, oh, That's such a he idea. said that Tears of the Kingdom was the most pre-ordered game of all time. And I oh, like, he told you that. Well, he told me that. Okay. All right. And he would, I may, I don't think that he meant for just his location. I think he said of all pre ordered games. It's a pretty definitive statement. Right. And so I went and I, I just, I did some research here and I don't see that anywhere. What I, but what I do see is that back in March, Tears of the Kingdom was, was outpacing Breath of the Wild already. And that it became, it, that game became the highest pre-order game, at least on the Switch. And it also is now the number one game, like number, the number one game for the amount sold over a three-day uh, period, which is 10 million copies, which is bananas. That's I don't so know many. what a normal, I don't know what a normal game, I say normal game, I don't, I don't know what another game, like we'll say Grand Theft Auto, I assume that one probably sells a lot or... Red Dead probably sold a lot, like those Rockstar games that people all want. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many they sold in their first three days, but that, to me, that seems like a lot. And it's so wild. Like a wildly successful game makes a sequel and everyone wants it. But we know that that's not always how it works. We know that sometimes, even in the Zelda uh, series, it's just not how it worked. Uh, like, I'm thinking about Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask. That was a not exactly was, it was a sequel sort of but like it same animation style like same art style like same a lot of stuff just didn't hit the same for everyone so did you see the article or the maybe it was an article it was just you know a ign picture or whatever that said that twilight princess was a sequel to wind waker what I guess you didn't see that. Yeah. No, I'll have to find that. I'll have to find it and send it to you. I've not played. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I have not played Wind Waker. I think I played like five-ish minutes of Wind Waker. So I've definitely never beaten it. And I still have not beaten Twilight Princess. And so um, I would be interested to see kind of how those two, those two mesh together. But I will tell you, I did beat Breath of the Wild. And that, is that your first Zelda game beaten? Breath of the Wild? Yeah. No, sir. Uh-uh. Oh, hey, I just have to ask these questions. No. You know, I mean, it's a good don't, question. Don't hate f- the messenger. The first, <laughs> I hate the game. The message, uh, the messenger, the first game that I beat Zelda wise was Link to the Past on SNES Nintendo. Past, yeah. mm-hmm. And then the next one I beat was Ocarina of Time. Oh, you're like old, old hat here. And the next one I beat was Breath of the Wild. So you skipped several. You you skipped Link's crossbow training. Oh, I did. Be, okay, I beat Link's crossbow training too. You did? Oh, yeah. really? I was actually just joking. I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't beat Twilight Princess. I didn't beat Minish Cap. I didn't beat Majora's Mask. I didn't beat Zelda. I still haven't beaten Zelda One or Zelda Two. I don't have the patience for Zelda Two to actually beat that game. Um, That's fair. I still think I should probably do it just to kind of like prove to myself, right? Okay. I don't think, hey, you know, I don't think you can do it. I don't think you'll trim your beard and I don't think you'll be Zelda 2 Electric Boogaloo. 
You're going to talk to me like this in front of my friends? <laughs> You've been telling me you're going to shave that beard or cut that beard down for months. Anna, are you listening? I had the, uh, had the thought. Chris, I, thought. I miss you. Hey, Chris, we love That's you, all. He's watching. Send me those discs, okay? Um, uh, but I did, uh, but I did be Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and that was that was the first game, first Zelda game in a long time that just captivated me, captivated me. And one of the reasons that it did that was because of all of what I would consider pretty revolutionary things for that game and its genre that it mm -hmm. did. Yeah, that game absolutely. taught you things. We've talked about this before. It taught you things. It taught you about like physics. It taught you about like trajectory. It taught you about mm -hmm. wind mm -hmm. speed. It taught you about um, like recipes and cooking and just surely the fact that you could take a piece of raw meat and drop it on Death Mountain and it would cook it. Just cook it right um, down. Like it, it, it really taught you some things. And so in that regard, I felt like Tears of the Kingdom had a lot to live up to. How, how is it going to not feel like Breath the of the Wild to Electric yeah. Boogaloo, right? Yeah. Which to me was kind of what some of the stuff in the expansions for Breath of the Wild felt like. You, I, like I, I remember talking a few months ago and you were, you were a little concerned that I wasn't going to live up to the hype. I was, it was, it was cautiously optimistic. Mm -hmm. I was worried. Yep. And so, but then you look at it now and you look at some of the things I'm going to spoil Jack. Cause there's not like a lot that I know enough to speak on to spoil, mm -hmm. but I do know that one of the conversations that I've been having with, with Caleb, you know, my, my 11 year old is like, Hey man, the reason that you've been able to play this game for as long as you have, which he's been playing it an absorbent amount of time. Do I need like, to check how many hours? Oh, I'm, oh, not, as, I'm not as Nintendo friend. I will, I'll check for you yeah. and I'll get back Anna, to you. Check for us. It's probably bonkers. Well, probably no schoolwork. I get it, man. If I didn't have schoolwork, I'd be on it all, all day. He's just all, all day playing it. And you know what? I'm like, it's not I, nice outside. That game is it's, it's puzzles. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. It's like, you know, 75 degrees winds blowing outside. <laughs> um, but it's like, he's solving puzzles in that game. Um, and he is like exploring in that game. And here is the, here's the next major evolution. Mm -hmm. This freaking game is teaching basic and intermediate engineering. You're not wrong. In I'm a way that's like, obtainable. Like I know that Minecraft, you can do stuff. You can build switches and, I remember, you know, I remember someone made a Pokemon game in Minecraft, which yep. I still understand that. Oh yeah, um, that was crazy. Yeah. But like, to me, like, I don't understand that. This is, a, this is definitely an inter, like beginner to intermediate where like, yeah. you can make this, these contraptions and you can, you can see what's going to work and what's not going to work and you know why it didn't work, uh, which is great. It's Dude, so great. It's blowing my mind. Some of the stuff that I'm seeing other people do like, you know, the crazy stuff that you know, people are turning breath of the wild into Tony Hawk pro skater and you know, like all sorts of stuff. It's, it's super cool to see all of the, the like death and like war machines that these people are creating. And then I'm sitting here and I'm watching my son, 11 years old, who is not seeking to 
you know, build the biggest, craziest thing. But he's just trying to get it, a thing to roll. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Dad, why can't I mean, he had the fans on the back of it and four wheels on, you know, uh, a piece of, <laughs> uh, you know, Hyrulean <laughs> plywood. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and so like, but he's like, Dad, why won't it? Why won't this move? Why won't it go forward? And I'm like, oh. And I, I haven't gotten as far as he's gotten in the game. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you need an axle. And he's like, what's an axle? And so we talked about what an axle was because mm. he's trying to get this thing to move. Come to find out, he had the wheels attached to the plywood, but he just didn't have them attached in the right space so they wouldn't roll. And oh. like you can you can attach them like catawampus. Yes. And so like I was like, oh, dude, this is this is legit. Make it straight. Yeah. Or don't bother. And so, I mean, we've had a lot of really good conversations about that stuff. And I mean, even legitimately speaking, like uh, one of the first things you do in that game is you have to go up to like uh, a really cold space. And in Breath of the Wild, we dealt with that, yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, man, this this game is teaching you about regulating your body temperature Mm -hmm. in different climates. And I'm like, I just, I think that it's fantastic. It forces you to cook. Like it forces you to cook and to make a good recipe that's going to keep your body temperature up. And I'm like, man, this is no dubious food. Oh, I I've eaten some dubious food already. Yes. Well, you got to eat what's available, you know? Oh yeah. Wait, waste not want not. And it's, this is an inventor's playground, this game. Cause it's, I mean, basically all about attaching things to things to make things, whether it's weapons or vehicles or whatever, like, did you see people are attaching uh, tiny carts to their shields? No. So that you, I mean, you can shield surf, but it has wheels. And so it doesn't damage your shield. Oh, I did not know this. No. Yeah. I'm Roll just like. forever. Tony Hawk. Yeah. Basically a skateboard. No, I haven't seen that one. I've seen a lot of like, just really trying to spoil here for everyone. I'm just wild, wild inventions that have jets and fans and. Other types of propulsion. I saw a uh, a hover scooter. Yeah. Today, like I'm really trying not to like spoil the game because I'm I'm not super far into the game. Like I've not even made it to like the first um, like major village. I've been doing like I get this is this is another of my toxic traits when it comes to games like Zelda. I will do everything in a region before I move on to the next region. I do as much as I can until that story, whatever I'm following sends me to another area. So I have currently two little regions unlocked and I will not go and get all the towers because if I go and get all the towers, this is what's going to happen. I will not make my way back to the area and fully appreciate that zone as much as I will when I just go into it and look and explore. And now not only is the map all of Hyrule like it was in Breath of the Wild, it's now it's the three sky and the the deep the deep dark the down under the down under yeah, yeah. that's not a knife um, <laughs> and so it just makes like it it's so much more to explore and to look for and I love the puzzles in oh, Zelda man. games and I just I love like. I love them. And I know others in the past, like maybe just didn't play a lot of games and they just, the puzzles, they didn't get them. They didn't want to get them. It was too much for them. But for me, I'm like, these are just like, these are Zelda puzzles, exactly how they're supposed to be. So, um, I know some people 
We'll still complain about the weapon durability. I've heard it already. Yep. I have too. And I've even like had people like, oh, they fixed the durability. I'm like, no, they fixed the durability. Like in, in, I never, I never had an issue with the durability in Breath of the Wild just because it forced me to learn to play better, to try different things. And that's what they want you to do. Like yeah. they really want you to go out and like, okay, so maybe this big stick's not going to break this guy. Like well, let's roll, roll boulder on him. And now you even have like Bubba saying, put wheels on your shield or I just made a big club that shoots fire when I swing it. Yeah, like, that thing is just sick, dude. Stuff like that, like where find things that won't break then. Work it out. Like there are, there are so many ways for you to to play this game that what I've found in the past, and I've heard, I think I've heard like Luke say this, like in we'll say God of War, you go and you just hack and slash. It's the same thing over and over and over. And you'll lose people... It just get it, it gets boring to just continue to do like, well, I have my master sword, so I'm just gonna slice, slice, slice. I'm gonna yeah. jump and I'm gonna slice. Like being able to try different weapons um, for different situations and they force you to, I'm all about it. Yeah, that's all the thing. It. It's like it's not even, hey, would you like to try? It's you should probably hold on to that. You're gonna need it. You're absolutely gonna need it. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. Now, I, I just picked up a stick and now I'm gonna need fuse it with a rock that's the thing dude that just explodes everything being able to create weapons on the fly Mm -hmm. you don't have to level your crafting or anything like that it's just once you get the ability just fuse them together yeah one of my favorite things to do is go into one of the shrines that has some obscure block that you're moving around to like connect you to a different place or maybe you have to move it to do something else, whatever. There's a bunch of different ones. But then before I leave, taking whatever that really obscure block piece is and then fusing it to my weapon. <laughs> so it's like this really weird like bricks are on, on my club and I'm like, there, that's where it's at right there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even thought about that. <laughs> you want the, the weirder, the better in my book. Yeah. Um, well, well and are that's there... Not even, I was going to say, that's, that's not even speaking at all about the story. Like no. We haven't talked at all about the story of this game. It drops you in. I mean, best best cutscene, mm-hmm. best like intro. Everything that they learned from Breath of the Wild, they poured into the first yep. twenty minutes of this game. And it here's the thing: it demands that you know where you are and what's going on. Like, if you didn't play Breath of the Wild, and I would even say, like, if you didn't finish Breath of the Wild, you might be a little bit confused, okay? Not a lot, but you're going to be a little bit Nintendo confused. Nintendo put it out, like, that few-minute-long, like, recap, so you could watch that one. But, you could do that. Yeah. Um, but, man, like, the story and where it's going and what it's hearkening back to and how it's probably tying up, you know, some loose ends from, from different storylines, it's just... It's so good, Matt. It's so good. Okay. Not even by my own, uh, you know, speaking or thought process, but it is so good that Nintendo coming off of the heels of the Mario success and off the heels of the already success of Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. Now they're looking at it and publicly talking about what a Zelda, what a Zelda movie could look like. And you know who's talking about it? The Tears of the Kingdom team. That's who's that, talking about it. That makes sense. You know what else I should talk about? I'm going to step up on my soapbox here just real fast. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, Apple box. 
Uh, Zelda's 40th anniversary is fast approaching, Mr. Nintendo, and you overlooked them for their 35th anniversary. If you wouldn't mind, please give me more than a Game & Watch with a Zelda on there, uh, please. And Mario can have the year off. Thank you. <laughs> he can have the year off. <laughs> uh, hey, you have just a few seconds. I want you to tell me one thing that you think has not improved in your limited limited time. One thing that you, you think, because we mentioned like they've basically took everything that people complained about it and fixed it. Durability, I think, included. Yeah. Anything that you wish they would have they would have fixed. That they would have fixed? Or oh, they didn't man. fix and you think they should have. I know. I have one. I probably should have teed you up earlier, but I'm well, I'm I'm gonna say one that I thought I was going to say, and I'm okay. gonna tell you why I didn't say it or why okay. why why I'm taking it back. Sure. Um and I or was gonna it. say like the like just the menus. Um oh, really? you know, like like inventory. I just thought that it, they could have been could have done a little bit better. But now you can and I don't remember if you could do this in Breath of the Wild, but now you can go and you can see the recipes of the things. Mm, I think and you so, could, but you had to dig for them a little bit. Yeah, they're it like right easy. there surface level now. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Mm, dude, maybe the map. Maybe the map. Okay. Yeah. So like you, I set a waypoint. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to be able to just, just kind of like see it and just know what's You there. want like arrows in the ground? Something. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh, you say yours, and I'll, I'll I'll think a little bit. Oh, more. you can't pet the dogs. <laughs> Still, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it for now. I mean, I'm, well, I'll let you know when I beat the game. But you can't um, pet the dogs, and people complained about not being able to pet the dogs. And if you can, I have not been able to do it yet. Uh, I tried. I found a dog at a, a stable, and he just didn't want to be pet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that really? That was your one. Yeah, that's oh, my only one so far. I, everything else they've improved on. I love it. They actually, how, I feel like they actually listened to us. How about the fact that none of the abilities that you had in Breath of the Wild carry over? How about that? Okay, I always, I wonder where the Sheikah slate went to. Well, no, and why we now you got to switch. Well, it. now I have a, a whatever it's called. And I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. It's really like yeah, per parameter, para, para switch, permanent yeah. phone. Switch. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, it's. I'm sure as I get into it, I'm going to be like, oh, that thing. Yeah, sure. that would have been what that would have been a nice quality of life upgrade. Right. But as it stands right now, man, I don't know. Like, I don't want to fanboy to like too hard over it. But at the end of the day. Oh, I do. I it just like. Nine point five, ten out of ten, a hundred out of a hundred, mm -hmm. you know, game of the year. If this game doesn't win game of the year. I cannot wait to play the game that wins game of the year. I can't yeah, I wait. I want to. Um, I don't know. I think this one's got it locked in, honestly, unless a uh, stray comes out with another game. <laughs> Straight again. <laughs> oh man. Well, Hey, I, please let us know what you think about tears of the kingdom. Um, you like it. You don't like it. I talked to some people who haven't, didn't even beat breath of the wild. And we're like, Oh, I don't think that tears of the kingdom is going to be that great. I think it's kind of one of those things that if you haven't experienced it, that's probably going to be your your thought on it. But if this is your jam, it's sweet spot. I mean, it's bullseye, man. It mm -hmm. is absolutely bullseye. I think it's it all, is. That's all I want. I think it is the best game in its genre. This action JRPG mm -hmm. open world thing. I mean, I, I think I think this is I think this is new standard. I really do. Oh, it had better be new standard so 
that's kind of where we're at on it. We want to hear from you. Let us know in the chat here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash lovethynerd, and also on social media at lovethynerd on all the major platforms. We're going to take another short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to be answering your questions, and we got a little bit extra for you right here on the Free Play Podcast. Thank you for listening to LTN Radio, and we've got something special to announce. If you've been listening to our station on the Live 365 smartphone app, LTN Radio now has its very own standalone app for Android and iOS. This app is simple and straightforward, but it also offers options like harding tracks you want to keep track of to look up later, or you can even buy the track by clicking the shopping cart icon. The app will showcase what is currently playing and the last few tracks that have played. We'll even be able to send notifications for big event reminders. To download the app, simply search for LTN Radio in your phone's app store. And while it's downloading, we'd love it if you scrolled down and gave our station a five-star rating. And share the app with people who love Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie too. Thank you again. Christian Radio has gone to the nerds. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Hey, to close out our show today, I thought we would talk a little bit about our upcoming NCMS, or Nerd Culture Ministry oh, okay. Summit. Yeah, I wasn't sure where we were going to go with that. Um, yeah, noneofbeeswax.com. Um, but no, hey, we've got a really cool thing going on here in uh, Texas, and we would love for you to come and be a part of this. Open what month? Everybody. All of them. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. What month is NCMS? No. November, November 8th through the 10th, uh, 2023, the year of our Lord, we are inviting um, ministry leaders, people who are serving on church staff or maybe are even, you know, just high level volunteers or want to become, you know, somebody who is doing something in and through their church. If this is Mm -hmm. not you, hang on for a second. Maybe you know somebody who would be interested in this. We are hosting an absolutely banger event called the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit. Short name for it is NCMS. And NCMS is going to be a place where we bring in people to teach and to train how to better love and serve the nerds that are in your sphere that you have, um, we're calling it accountable influence over, right? Like the people that you influence, but that you can also say, hey, I think maybe we should be doing it this way. You can speak into those people's lives. You can go to ncmsummit.com. For more information and to register and right now early bird registration for the 8th through the 10th is 130 bucks um it's pretty cheap actually for a three-day conference and so we would love for you to come in and to hear from um, some industry leaders some people who are doing great things in nerd culture ministry you hear from people people like uh, uh mark lutz i uh, sorry lutz mark lutz um i've been listening to the um, church digital podcast and Jeff Reed always calls him Lutz. I know his name is Lutz. <laughs> Mark Lutz of Lux Digital Church. Um, we've also Does got. Does he know his name though? I, I he pretends a lot. He's a poser, and so. Um, but we've also got Matt Souza. He's going to be coming in and talking to us um, a little bit, kind of opening everything up. And then um, yours truly is going to be speaking on our developing digital disciples um, that we have created a couple years ago during the pandemic. And so we've also got Mike Erie. Um, you may know him from Voxology, Voxology Podcast or the Journey Church. And also Jacqueline Parrish is coming back. 
Mm-hmm. That I mean, really, we just created an event so that Jacqueline could come and, and speak again. Big time excited. Okay. Back by popular demand three years in a row at an LTN event. And then we're going to close out. I'm excited about, I'm going to say, I'm excited about Jacqueline, but I'm also excited about Mike Erie. I've been listening to his podcast. Isn't it good? More recently, he is very good. Very good. Very thoughtful. Very loving. Like he's taking topics that are typically, I'll call them taboo in Christian culture Mm -hmm. in some regard, just because they're, um, they're ones people don't want to talk about and they just want to hate on. And so he wants to actually ask questions and get to know and point to the Bible. And it's very good. Very good. Highly recommend it. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, we'll share some of his stuff in the upcoming Mm not-too-distant future. And so be on the lookout for that. Uh, And then we're going to be be closing uh, closing out the event with Steve Valdez of Save Point Ministries. And just really excited to have everybody there. We're also going to be having breakouts and panels and game time and, you know, special – Special time for you to hear from uh, myself and the other speakers and other people that are going to be there. We've got a vendor hall. We've got like a ministry alley that's going to be there where, you know, different ministries are going to be there for you to come and talk to people from those those places. Get ideas. Um, you didn't get, mention this, but I'll I will also be there. But just Matt not, will also be. I'll there. be the yeah. I'll be I'll be the one telling jokes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and he he he'll he'll be the guy in the back, just like hopefully with an unbusted eardrum and just able to participate. No, oh my gosh, please. <laughs> uh, we are doing this in conjunction with Lux Digital Church. They are a good partner, great friends. Love Mark Lutz, not Lux, Mark Lutz mm. over there. And this is just fault. it really is. I mean, like change your last name already. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like people call me uh, Stollop, Stone Cup, Skull Cap. Um, I don't. I've had, some, I had another really great just, one recently that I forgot. Mine's just warm buyer or warm beer. Warm, warm beer. Warm, warm buyer. It's pronounced Wambier. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we would love to have you in November. So if you have any questions, go to ncmsummit.com. You can also follow at ncmsummit on Instagram um, and. Twitter. We would love for you Mm -hmm. guys to come and hang out with us there and also on TikTok. And if you have any questions, please just hit me up, send me a message. I'd love to maybe even come to your church and just kind of cast vision and share a little bit about it. This is our big major push for the year. Um, And hopefully things go really well and we get to do it a bunch of more times. Every year forevermore. Yeah. On that note, we also have the NCMU, the Nerd Culture Ministry Underground Podcast that Mark and our good friend, Pastor Savage, Alex, are actually hosting. And you can go and find that right now on Spotify. Just search for NCMU. It'll be the first thing that comes up. Go ahead and subscribe to that. We're going to have speakers from the the conference that are going to be on there and also other voices in Nerd Culture Ministry, such as latest episode is pastor Dustin um, streams live on Twitch and does Bible study stuff like teaches people how to exegete the scriptures. And it's awesome and fantastic. If this is your bend, please do yourself a favor. Do that. The reason behind all of these things. Okay. Why are we doing this? Why is this important to us? Because love thy nerd exists to be the love of Jesus to nerds in nerd culture. And we want to help you better love and serve the nerds in your space. And we think it is super important for us to go straight to the churches instead of having to reprogram people that come out mm-hmm. of churches. And Truth. so we're just building these these bridges 
and strengthening relationships that we already have in some of these areas and encouraging people to better love and serve the nerds that are in their space. Not that they're not doing it, but sometimes there are more effective ways to talk to somebody and to engage mm -hmm. in the things that they care about. And so that's what we're trying to do. Just get right in there, love people well, and teach people how to better do that. Just multiplying ourselves and the experience that we have, just pouring it out on people while also learning from them at the same time. So again, that's the ncmsummit.com, Nerd Culture Ministry Summit, and also search for NCMU on your podcast listening place of choice. Hey, just Matt, I think that's going to do it, bro. We did it. I can go play Zelda now, right? Yeah, I release you to go play Zelda. Thank you. All right, we'll see y'all later. <laughs> hey, that's going to do it for episode 175 here in season eight of the Free Play Podcast. One more episode before season eight, Es Nomas. It is. Are we going to hit? Are we going to hit 200 next? Officially hit 200 next season? How many do we do this season? Well, sure. I don't. I don't know. Are we going to do 20 some odd episodes? I don't think so. We'll figure it out. We'd have to do 24 episodes next season. Well, we're, so. uh, well yeah, we're going to do a post show too. Well, don't, if you're on Twitch, well, don't worry. We're doing post show. If you're not on Twitch, we do a post show. So you should come hang out with us. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, be sure to, if you, if there's something that you want us to talk about, maybe not next week. Cause that's, that's our season finale. Kate but if there are things, if there are things that are coming up that you want, you want us to talk about on this or any other show or whatever, do us a favor and go to our community producer form and fill it out. Exclamation point producer here in the chat on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd. Or you can go over to love thy slash producer and fill it out. And you may say, hey, I think this is perfect for free play. And we're like, nah, actually, that's a beer bros thing. Or actually, that would be good on two words. Um, I promise you, if we use that, we'll give you the credit for it but we can't use ideas that you don't give us. So this is your opportunity to become a producer. If for nothing else, one episode of a show here on the love thy nerd, uh, media net media exponenza media now. Um, but we would love for you to do that. Hey, also, if you're not already a part of our discord exclamation point, discord or love thy slash discord, join it. It's the spot, man. It's, you it's the hotness. It is, it is where we think that it. true relationship happens when we're not able to be together physically in space. Which, Matt, we're going to be together in June at Origins. <laughs> Just like a few weeks here. Then I'll see you again in July. And then I'll see you again in August. I Wait, need to why see are we you. Seeing, oh, that's right. I'm going to be in Texas in July. Yeah, you're coming down here, bro. It's, Staff retreat. Honestly, I, all these dates are like, they're, they're so far in the future to me that I don't really know when they are until they're like, oh, it's coming up, yeah. Who body? Who body even I need, to, I, need to, I need to start thinking about my schedule and how much I'm traveling here. Just don't do it. Just don't think about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just close your eyes. Hey, you can also follow us on all of the social media at Love Thy Nerd on the major ones. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the good stuff. And you can follow Free Play Podcast at Free Play Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, that's going to do it for us. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. Now I'm at Wormbeer. And Kate Katawaki is not here, so we're just going to pretend like she doesn't exist. I got it. I'm Kate Katawaki. Oh, yeah. Uh, hi. Uh, switch stuff. Um, dogs. Um, but, hey, we'll catch you next week on our season finale of the Free Play Podcast. And if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.
have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stalkup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media.